0: what is up my nerds welcome to pop culture with fanboy and know-it-all this week is a special episode because star wars has been around for 40 years
1: 40 40 years and we are going to talk about it all day long well at least for the next 30 45 minutes or so
2: until your battery runs out
1: don't box me in first star wars movie came out jake i was you're gonna have to use negative, negative <laughs> numbers negative 12 negative <laughs> 12 when the All first right. star wars movie came out
2: that's okay. too bad i wish she could have been there i know
0: <laughs> but before we dive in to our star wars nerd sesh we got to introduce our special guest because guys for me star wars i am not a fanboy or a know-it-all Like I'm okay with Star Wars. Why are you I really enjoy Star Wars. (laughs) I've watched all of the Star Wars movies. I'm starting to watch the cartoon, the Rebels. Yeah, with my with my oldest Clone Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars is awesome. With my oldest child, Rebels is even better. But I am not a nerd about Star Wars, and I'm not a fanboy about Star Wars. I'm not a know-it-all about Star Wars. So we invited Adam
1: Holtz on the show, the ultimate fanboy, and to be
0: the fanboy and know-it-all. All three
2: actually.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, and nerd. So Adam. Let your nerd hang out for us, bro. What's your deal? Well, I mean, <laughs> Star
2: Wars. Be- yeah. Right? Star Wars. That's all but you besides need to
0: say. Be- that's all Wars, Wars, I need to yeah. say. That's, 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 that's to it see. for you?
2: No, I would say that I don't think any experience I have ever had in a theater will top what it felt like to sit in the theater when I was six years old and watch Darth Vader's Star Destroyer fly in chasing the Tantive Four. Which is a Corellian Corvette. Most oh people know goodness. it as a rebel blockade runner. So I didn't even yeah, know that last part.
1: Yeah, no. It's yeah. He's crazy so, nervous yeah. about this. And
2: and I I mean, it it blew my mind. I still have not recovered from that day in late May, early June. It wasn't opening day, but it was fairly early. We went with neighbors. And my other outstanding memory from that day is driving home in their Caprice classic station wagon and i was hanging out the back and i rolled the window up and my arm got caught <laughs> so hanging it out was a pretty was like wow. jeff
0: foxworthy hanging out the back where you're mooning cars Not,
2: i was six six man. years I wasn't, old i wasn't mooning are you anybody. kidding me
0: i have a six-year-old six-year-olds love mooning
2: people hmm. yeah that's another show <laughs> that's another show. <laughs> adam
0: for those of you that don't know is a senior not a senior, like old person, <laughs> but a senior associate. Keep talking, editor. bro. Keep talking. Senior associate. <laughs> I don't get for discounts yet. How long have
2: you been with Plugged In? You know, I was thinking about that. I've been at Plugged In like thirteen ish years. It's a long time. Two stints, so I have to add it up in my right. head. And as a word guy, I don't like to add them. So,
0: my in head. addition to being a Star Wars super nerd, your your I'm day job is your Plugged In nerd who reviews. You. I mean, you're the music guy. I'm LinkedIn. the music guy. Yep. And you and you do movies. I do movies. Uh and so there you go. That's, I write blogs for Paul. That's your
1: that's your nerd hanging out, which we right appreciate. Uh-huh. I appreciate it. That's, that's true.
0: And later on, we'll get to the least most important thing. Uh, where Brad Pitt's gonna show up? Ooh, Brad Pitt. Ghostbusters and dinosaurs are gonna show up, guys. Nice. You got to stick around through the Star Wars nerd out just to hear about Brad Pitt because that's the most important thing about this show. Not Star Wars, it's Brad Pitt, guys. <laughs> yeah. If Brad Pitt was in Star Wars, you better what believe I would be the biggest Star Wars fanboy in the world. So did he retweet also you or something like, like that? Show. What is this about? I don't know if Brad's even on Twitter. All
2: right. I don't think he is. Brad's working through his stuff. Though. Brad's yeah, working, he's through working through his stuff. stuff. But that's for later. That's, that's for later. Right.
0: Later. Now, it's time
1: for a Star Wars extravaganza.
2: Extravaganza.
1: We need the theme music right now. tampoco pop pop
0: I'm not singing because
2: what you're doing is not actually recognizable as Star Wars music. I think
0: we, I think we started. I wish that my expression
2: songs. could have been captured da-da-dum, just now. now.
0: you wish it was a video podcast. I do, I do. It's like I okay. think somebody was doing like. The, it's all right. The, I mean, the I think when march. you fail
2: at that level, it, it just creates a level of freedom for you the just, rest of okay. time. Okay. So, you just, so Adam, I got
1: to ask you. If you were six years old. Is this like the very first movie that you remember seeing? No,
2: I. I saw a couple things before that. I saw The Cat from Outer Space. Oh, I, I have too. seen that movie. That was a great movie. It was a great movie. Actually, that may have been after, but it was somewhere right in there. Yeah. The only and thing I remember about that movie, the cat's name is Jake. For real? For real. And huh? it's an Abyssinian. Yeah. That's pretty nerdy. <laughs>
1: that is, that's really nerdy. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: um, my mom took me, don't judge my mom. <laughs> my mom took me to see Godzilla versus the Smog Monster oh, in like 1974.
0: Why would you judge your mom for that?
1: Well, she's gonna, a nerd too. You're gonna <laughs> give her an award. She was like, you were like three years old. You Adam's know, my parents mom seriously the did not let Your mom's a nerd award. Yeah, yeah, that's true. My parents would not let me watch any Godzilla movies, even when I was 12. Oh, uh, we went
2: to I. I mean, let's think about seeing Godzilla movies not as a matinee. Forty years later, but first run in the theater. That's how old I am. <laughs> yeah, you're old. <laughs> maybe I am a scene because one of my <laughs> one of
0: my my first experience with Godzilla was the Matthew Broderick version. Oh, And so I was devastated. Sad. I was devastated yeah, it for sucked. no. I liked just say it. That. No, I loved it. And I what I was uh, devastated okay. about because no, I was I like think... twelve years old, maybe eleven, when I saw that, and I was devastated because they never made a sequel. Because, like after the credits, you know they oh, go through Madison Square goodness. Garden, and it's and it's all was burning. Terrible, bro. And then the was one one survived, one survived, and I was like, I can't wait for the sequel. The sequel is going to be amazing, guys. I, I was totally, eleven. Okay, I deleted that file.
1: No, it really does so showed that that the decade you were dealing with was way inferior to the decade that that. Aspen oh come was. on, that's oh, a, that's a different goodness. podcast.
0: We'll argue eighties versus two thousands later. Um, all right, all right. But, yeah, so that was I mean, your that's a short conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Duran Duran, it's over, <laughs> guys. Jason Bourne bridged both decades, so let's just let that be our common ground. Oh, oh my okay, wow,
1: okay. wow. <laughs> all right, so I don't know if you that's were sick true or not? But I'm going to yeah, go that, with it. That, that the books
0: came sense. out in the '80s, guys. I'm yeah, pretty okay. sure. So, all right. But you you were six years old. I was.
2: And We haven't actually said
1: anything yet. It's <laughs> no, amazing. This podcast is gonna You're be still like with three us. hours long. Congratulations.
0: <laughs> All right. Paul spends most of our podcast complaining about how long our podcast is. I don't know if it's a sign.
2: There could be room for editing here.
0: So. Star Wars. So what about it? Paul, what was your first memory of memory. Star Wars? We need Paul's first memory. My of Star first memory. Wars. How old uh, were you when it came out? I was
1: seven years old. You were
0: seven. Yes. Adam was six. That I is, was negative twelve. That's
1: Continue. exactly right. I lived in a really tiny town in New Mexico, so I didn't get to see it sort of on the first run either. Where'd you I'm live sure. in New Mexico? Taos. Taos, New Mexico. And oh, one I bet it showed it there for a year. Well, I tell you what, it was a huge deal because what happened was you would go to the grocery stores and they would have a listing of all the movies that were playing and most of them would be There, there was more than one. <laughs> no, it, no, it was it was it was seriously what happened was they had one theater, right? And so the movies that would come, they would be there for t- like 2 or 3 days. And I knew Star Wars was a huge deal cuz it was there for a whole week and then bled into the next week. So no I thought, way. I am going to have to see this movie. So I begged my parents we went to go see it. It was the most amazing thing I had ever seen. And then when I came home that night, a cat fell on my head. From where? From our tree. We were walking out because you know this was the day before garages, right? So so there was time before garages? <laughs> in, in our in Taos, New Mexico there was. So we, we parked the car and this this cat just fell out of the tree, landed on my head, freaked me out, but yeah, so it's we funny
2: that we both have these semi-comedic, <laughs> tragic really encounters like that didn't really hurt us, but we remember them.
1: Yeah, we we kept the cat for like years and years. Actually, it became so the cat always became associated with Star Wars for me. Star Wars. Did
2: you name him Vader?
1: Oh, I she wish was. we had. We just named him sure. Tiger. What so, was wrong with us? My aunt
0: and uncle had a cat, a kitten that they named Vader, and then it got run over by my aunt's SUV. <sighs> Before it even left kitten, oh, <laughs> oh,
1: well. that just went. Life is dark. dark. Okay,
0: so dark. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So my my experience with Star Wars. Okay, is, So what I, was the first star, me, first
1: Star Wars movie that you saw? The
0: first one I ever saw was Episode Four. Um, oh, so good. Yeah, that's good. because my dad, my dad, uh, similar to you guys, he's a little older than you guys. Uh, let's see, he would have been uh, seventeen when the first one came out, and so he went with like. It's so camp- a little
2: scarier that we're closer to your dad's <laughs> age than you, but whatever.
0: Actually, I don't. Maybe no.
2: <laughs> Maybe
0: you are, uh, but but so he he so my dad had the box set on VHS and he had the special edition right. like, box set on And VHS. one was silver and one was one gold. one was silver and one was black actually and one was gold. Uh, he didn't have the gold one. We had the black one and the silver eBay. I know it all. And so I saw those. I, I saw those on them. the shelf for years, and they were in my notebook. Um, I actually had to keep a notebook when I was a kid. And I would write down ages for myself, future ages. And then, like, whenever I would come across a movie that I really wanted to watch, I would go, Mom, Dad, when do I get to watch this movie? And they'd be like, 12, 12, <laughs> uh, 15, uh, 8, you know. And so I would keep a notebook, and Star Wars was solidly at 10. Well, that is awesome. I you mean, certainly had
2: a lot to live for then.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and so I remember, actually, uh, I think this was right around the time I finally I hit 10 years old. And I think that was this. What year did Phantom Menace come out?
2: 99.
0: nine nine I think it was 99. Yeah, I think
2: so. Because they did the re release special edition in 97. Yeah.
0: And so 99 was the year I got to see the first four, five, six. And it was the same year that Phantom Menace came out. And I remember convincing oh, that kids. Been cool. Oh. I remember I didn't get to see that in theaters because my parents you were, were like. Were in
2: 1999? I was. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, and my parents were
0: like, "We got to wait for the plugged-in review before I'm we let 29. you see." <laughs> before you let you see Phantom Menace, and but I convinced kids in my children's choir, even though I hadn't seen the movie, I nerded out about it. I read all the plugged-in magazine stuff about it, and I was like, "Guys, I'm actually Jake Lloyd," and the kids <laughs> in my choir believed me because they're like, "His first name's Jake, so that makes sense." I was like, "Yeah, Lloyd is my stage name." <laughs> they had no clue what oh, no. a stage name was. And so I was like, yeah, like so I'm not like swamped oh. by fans. I'm Jake Lloyd, and they believed me. So there were a couple of kids gullible in my church kids. choir. So you're like, first of all, I was Anakin Skywalker for a while.
1: So how would they? That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's true. These were very gullible children. They were. <laughs> because it's kind sure. of funny
2: how stupid kids can be. Well, I once
1: bought a it's Brett true. Favre
0: rookie card off of a kid for three bucks. Kids are dumb. My son came home the other day he
2: with I was a kid when I did that. 20 dollars in his pocket <laughs> from selling Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Right. And my wife's like somebody gave him 20 bucks. I'm like, yeah, somebody gave him 20 bucks. <laughs> she Jesus. was horrified, I was proud. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was my first
0: experience wow. with Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> so crazy. to me guys, Darth Maul is the definitive bad guy.
1: Well, I got to say that Darth Maul for all the terrible things that are are rightfully said about the Phantom Menace Dark Maul is Maul <laughs> is really cool. He is really super cool and I wasted, love. totally wasted. What like this amazing,
2: not drunk, but like totally like, wasted man. Oh yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. No, right. He could have. So he could have been. So they much kill easier. him at the end. Sorry, spoiler warning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's nineteen ninety nine. back in. Uh, not sure if it's Clone Wars oh, does he? or Rebels. I'm ready to get as there. Um, he has steel legs, Ooh. so he survived. And now he's like, He a survives a war. fall into the yeah. infinite. And he amiss. has a brother whose name I escaped. Spoiler me. alert. <laughs> I think it's a, near the end of Clone all Wars. All right, I'm excited and for And it's this, really cool. I'm
0: even more excited for Clone Wars. Yeah. Um all right. So we we've we've each touched on our initial Star Wars experiences. They were transcendent for two of us, not for me.
1: Um, <laughs> so it wasn't transcendent for you it but,
0: wasn't no it wasn't let me just ask you because so I, knew, was... I knew I that, knew that Darth Vader was Luke's father I knew the spoilers
1: yeah, oh, right. yeah see that's a shame I wasn't I wasn't that's caught up in all shame. the cheesy
0: acting the lightsaber battle Yeezy. was pretty underwhelming <laughs>
2: I don't want to have to kill you on the podcast. Okay?
1: <laughs> I'm just here to facilitate you, nerds. No, no, no. But I, I do want to ask a question. So yeah. this was a this was truly a transformative moment in in Adam's and my life. It yeah. t- uh, totally changed our lives. In no, some I've ways. never got over it. We probably Honestly. actually do what we do totally. in part because of Star Wars. Okay, I, so absolutely. So now, when you look at your past, yeah. what is the transformative movie in your life? Do you have one? For me.
0: I don't think I have a specific movie that it was. Like as far back as I can remember, I was fascinated. I loved I was pretty sheltered, but I loved anything I got to watch. And I had to watch a lot of old stuff. Like like my parents, because they were trying to, you know, make sure I kept my innocence and all that. Uh I I, Well everybody fails eventually, right? I don't (laughs) honestly like the I didn't start watching new stuff. Like, first run stuff until I was probably, until Lord of the Rings. Wow. When I was, uh, so that was when I was 12 years old. Yeah. when when the first Lord of the Rings movie came out, that was really, like, the first series or the first movies that I got to watch first run. That's good. Mm. Your parents did a good job. And yeah. so, and so I mean... You're yeah, mostly okay. So, I will say, Lord of the Rings was that for me. I remember, like, I yeah. loved following that online. I was checking out the website, like, on the daily, looking yeah. for updates. So, So, that was when I first became, like, a true movie yeah. nerd, where I was... I had all the screensavers and the desktops downloaded. Well, it, I was entering to win pre-screening tickets. Yep, and yep, I mean, yep, yep. and I was following, I was like reading about Weta and all the work <laughs> Peter Jackson was doing. Holy my boss effects. who I worked
2: with gave me updates from the, excuse me, the One Ring. Yeah. Remember that? Yep. The website? One ring.net. Yep. OneRing.net. OneRing.net. yep. yep. She would I, tell me stuff every day. It was favorited. This, I, I think I this bookmarked. really, yeah. This so is really... I guess
0: you could say that was it for me. Was that, the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Cool. I I was 13 years old and I was reading U.S. I would get USA Today's like on my family's vacation trips so I could read <laughs> about like the latest Lord of the Rings news. That's
2: cool.
1: Yeah. No. It's it just shows what what big nerds we really all. Well, and it
2: shows that nerddom is different. This is a tangent. Yeah. Tangent alert. Yeah, you need some sort of special music. Now. <laughs> um See, I, I tangented my brain. It's, it's a different thing to be a nerd now no, it is. than it was when we grew up. It
1: was very much of a demeaning thing when we were
2: growing well, up, for sure. Well, it's different in that sense, but it's different in that I remember when we got the Time magazine that had Luke and the Landspeeder on the cover about two weeks before Star Wars came out. I can, I can remember reading the Time magazine yeah. article about it before I saw the movie, and somewhere in there... I bought. Do you remember Starlog magazine? No. If you were going to be a fan, I mean, there. Was, it's not like it is now, right? Right. You know, you were dependent on rumors and you know what you're really in the know. Friend at school whose parents yeah. were able to get magazines. Yeah. I mean, magazines was about the only way. No, it's, it's true. And so I have a pullout poster from that issue of Starlog magazine that has a bunch of stills. From Star Wars that we actually have framed yeah. and hanging up in my son's room.
1: So it's interesting. My childhood is nothing like yours. In in, in that you probably had like the action figures and everything, right? Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: So tell my dad. Sold
1: him I collected the Lord sale. of the
0: Rings Burger King they had. Burger King had a whole set of goblets, and I still have two of them. I don't know what happened we're, to we We're not
1: two. talking about Lord of the Rings right now, Jake. No. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But so I think you, you guys actually are a nerd. You have burnished your nerd bonafide. <laughs> no, it's true, so. it's true. And i got to say, just on the Lord of the Rings tangent, I really thought that I was never going to feel the same way about yeah. a movie as I felt about Star Wars and Raiders of the Lost Ark. When I saw yeah. those, there was some sort of-
2: sneaks in at a distant third.
1: <laughs> but but when i saw fellowship of the ring as an adult yeah. i had that same yeah. feeling it as was when in I was the ballpark. 12 years old it, it really that was maybe 14 super cool. for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway all right anyway. good i'm glad okay. i can
0: at least be in the ballpark
1: so i didn't have any of the action figures i didn't have any magazines because we lived in this tiny town that didn't actually I have any in a tiny town yeah, but you weren't we New Mexico where I live. is a totally different place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's still so. Is. Sorry, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place, but it, it is. It's a little I bit love different. Town. It's the
0: home of Better Call Saul, right? That's right. That's it
1: right, is Albuquerque. So, but but we didn't have any any of the of the action figures. I think they were around somewhere in the stores, but but my parents were too afford too poor to afford them, so I had to make. I was going to pour own, the like pity card. Own action figures out of cardboard i made my own millennium falcon out of cardboard all right one more story no i i gotta finish
2: mine first well yeah let him finish so sorry I th- that felt like a stopping it, point it, it <laughs> did feel like a stopping <laughs> point, but it was just a dramatic pause it was a dramatic pause it. for my, some violin music to do. you just my, don't pause very long or
1: i'm in there <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my cardboard cutouts of of uncle owen and Aunt Peru, two-sided so one side they were normal, and the other side they were charred. Like, exactly, they were <laughs> <just> skeletons. So, <laughs> all right, go ahead. So many things
0: make sense.
2: Yeah. What, uh, was,
1: your, what was your
0: last? Well, your last nostalgia I, um, before we jump into some questions. Yeah, we got it. In jump.
2: nineteen, it must have been nineteen seventy-eight. I don't think it was out yet in seventy-seven. I asked my grandma for the Millennium Falcon for Christmas. Oh. And God bless my grandma. She was like. Once Labor Day was passed, she was buying Christmas presents. And I think she had her tree up, like, November 1st. I she had everything wrapped. <laughs> she wrapped my Millennium Falcon in wrapping paper that I could see through. Oh! And the box was in the corner for, like, two months. Oh. I don't think I have ever wanted anything <laughs> as badly in my entire life as I wanted to tear into that Millennium Oh, Falcon. I can imagine. And to this day, it remains the ultimate gift experience. Yeah, like no. I don't think anything has ever topped my longing and the satisfaction. I mean, that's the thing. It was such a fantastic toy <laughs> Yeah, until no. it went away. I think my dad sold it. And See, I my
1: wife, my wife, Sorry, she dad. actually has all of her Star Wars I know toys and that still. is
2: just the way it should be. That's just worth money.
1: It is. She has this, this Dagobah set that's supposedly worth like 16 gazillion dollars if you sell it. But of course you'll never sell it. So. Why didn't, right. why is your wife not on the show? Why is know. my wife not on this show? Because Paul's she's, wife. She's doing, Punch him for us. She's doing Zumba right now, so that's why. So should we talk <laughs> anything about, since this is sort of, you know, we're yeah, all Yeah,
0: this, this is supposed to be... The, go ahead.
1: All right. Should we should we talk anything about the spirituality of Star Wars, or are no, we just going to This is a nerd sesh, bro. All right. Nerd all right. sesh. We'll There's spirituality past- in Star Wars.
0: <laughs> And it's muddled it's and complicated it's, and yes, fictional. So and see, messy. Adam could spend twenty minutes right. talking about content so. caveat with Paul
2: Acey.
0: <laughs> he just had to get it in there. <laughs> this bad. is a it's, running gag. It's dagger.
2: navigable. Yeah. Yeah. It's navigable. It is uh, navigable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So plus many chlorians. At that point, it just got ridiculous. Oh man. Anyway.
0: Uh. Now's now we got to nerd out even more. I asked you gentlemen to bring some questions. I asked some of our audience to give us questions. So ah. um, guest first, Adam. Adam, what's the first Star Wars question you got for us?
2: Well, here is my first question. I figured we would go big and then sort of hone in maybe. All right. Good Why do do you think Star Wars was such and continues to be such a cultural juggernaut? I mean, 40 years at the top or near it, nothing else is.
1: Yeah, except
2: for The Simpsons.
1: Simpsons, oh, no, no, no. Like Star 30 Wars is years right now. Well, but yeah, but in but terms of cultural influence, I in mean, Simpsons is influence. really. The Simpsons
0: predicted the 2016 yeah. election, guys.
1: But I would say Star Wars it's is tangent the, most, alert. Where's the,
2: noise? the most
1: influential <laughs> entertainment Peace property. So why? In life My culture. question is, yeah. why do you think? I think, okay, so this is a really intelligent question, far more intelligent than any of the questions that I have, first of all. <laughs> Well, second it's of my all, first time. Second of all, <laughs> I think that I think that it has to do with a couple of different things. Number one, the the special effects were really amazing.
2: Yeah, they were revolutionary for the time. They
1: were really revolutionary for the time. Secondly, it tells a really simple story in a very cohesive, very attractive way. Mm-hmm. you know I think that the simplicity of the story is it was easy enough for you as a six year old to get into even with your limited brain power you were able to absorb what are you uh, saying I was a all stupid the... kid <laughs> my limited brain power <laughs> it was that you were able to sort of <laughs> absorb the story and really it's one that you could almost the first time you see it you could recite the story from memory Yes. and that would in some movies be sort of a detraction but in this one I think its it's it's an enhancement mm-hmm. you know it, it just has these really good characters really bad characters doing their thing and then of course we've got the whole hero's journey that we've talked right.
2: about I was gonna say, which is yeah, what
0: that 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 was my answer is that going to be your answer no well? no uh, no talk. yeah no it's, it's just that like star wars any any class you do on storytelling any class you do on mythology you got to talk about joseph campbell's hero's right. journey yeah. and star wars is like the classic modern example of how you do joseph campbell's hero's journey yeah Yeah. and so it is that simple it's that kind of basic story that we all relate to and that we all i mean why did we latch on to rocky you know same thing uh and so it's at that most basic form it's that story that we can all relate to even if we're not the ones in space even if we're not the ones who know what it's like to have a lightsaber (laughs) go light speed it is it really gets to the heart of our hero-ness no, inside, I think so. no
1: matter where we're at. I think so, too. And, and another thing that I actually think is a component, even though we said we weren't going to talk about spirituality, I think the spiritual component of it, as muddled as it is, I think that, that the idea that there's something beyond you is yeah. really attractive to people.
2: Yeah, I think in the most basic sense, there is a longing for transcendence. Mm-hmm. Like there's something, and when you pair that with this sort of... Um, well, this battle between good and evil that's just, it's archetypal, you know? I mean, these are archetypes. And I think it resonates because, you know, Lucas set out to create a modern myth for our time. Right. And... He, and, it he and he succeeded. Yeah, right. He did it. And it didn't... Nobody's... Way... You know, we're not talking about Avatar. Right. I don't care if it made $2 billion. Right. Nobody gives a rip about Avatar.
1: Yeah, no. And, and, and I think that it changed the culture. I mean, it made movies like Avatar. It made movies like The totally. The Rings possible. Absolutely. I think that we are living in a culture that was made possible by Star
2: Wars. It's Star Wars world. We just live in it.
1: That's true.
0: All right. Paul, what's your first question for us? It's going to be much less deep, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: if you could have <laughs> yeah this is I'm we're, ready hill here but if you could have any pet from the Star Wars universe any animal that comes from the Star Wars universe as a pet what would it be
0: mm. yeah so I'm just gonna go first because I'm gonna get ridiculed for this but it's it's got to be one of those um, those little guys from episode six are they called Jawas? No. Jawas or no they're not Jawas. Ewoks. Ewoks. I'm sorry guys. They're See, not pets, I told you they're... guys. I'm not I'm
1: not no, you know what? You have, know what the fun fact is? The Ewoks. Them is You can't have sentient I can't beings. I can keep an Ewok. Yes, pets. I can. No. Yes, I can. You can't take yes, them I can. for walks? No. Yes, I, I was can. thinking Ewok too, but it's just too weird. So I'm going to go with... <laughs> I'm going to go with a Wookiee. Me. Actually though, I do like the Jawas. <laughs> what are you doing? This is enslavement. This is the Star Wars universe. I can want
0: they blow so, up entire planets in Star Wars. If I have a, if I have an Ewok as a pet, who cares? Uh, you know what? I would go with a Rancor.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, that's a practical pet.
1: <laughs> Which one's the Rancor? Remind it, me. It's the in in Episode Six in Return in of the Jedi. Shedding, yeah, it's it's the thing that that Luke crushes underneath the big old oh, yeah. thing, in, and in the Jabba's, fat guy cries. Yeah, yeah, the fat guy cries. I know. Java. That would be the coolest thing ever. You could take that for a walk. So, I'm hip, Here's I know the Java. fun
2: fact about Ewoks. All right. Do you know what it was supposed to be? No. Do you know why it's so dumb? No. It was supposed to be a planet of Wookiees, but they couldn't pull it off with that many tall, tall people, people with giant furry costumes. So but they, so they shrunk it down and found a bunch of little people <laughs> and made teddy bears attack when teddy bears attack next time on Star Wars. They're like,
0: guys, it's super weird. There's way fewer giants than midgets. Crazy. Let's go with little teddy bears instead of big ones. Exactly. Call Warwick Davis. And guys, he is Hollywood in. used to be crazy, and it's crazy. It's, like I found this little movie, and it's used to be. Yeah, Hollywood <laughs> is still crazy. Yeah, right. Anyway, um all right. So me, I'm bringing an audience question here. Okay. And oh, so you're cheating. Blue audience. Oh, guys, I told you, I'm not the one bringing questions today. All right. All right. Uh, is who is your favorite pod racer?
2: from episode 1. Oh.
0: Guys, wow. this one I actually it's have It's an hard answer for me for. to actually
2: put favorite in episode 1 in <laughs> <of> the same <laughs> sentence.
0: This just... one I have an answer for because one of the, the only video games I played for years was Star Wars yeah, yeah, Episode yeah. 1 Pod Racer. That was I a had great this on video the computer, game. great video game. Yeah. And uh, it was Gazgano.
2: Gasgano,
0: Gasgano, or uh, Gasgano, however you want to say pretty that. Inside real baseball. long neck. He had a mass. Uh, he had the, he had a green pod racer with these. I mean, he was. Oh, like, I remember the He was like racer, the muscle yeah, car yeah. of yeah. like he had these massive green engines and he had this massive long neck and that dude was baller. Like I upgraded him. Did you just and say was, he was
2: baller? Dude was baller. <laughs> I that's was not in our forties. Like, even more. even when I got Wait,
0: the cheat what? code,
2: even when I got so it che- was
0: cool. <laughs> it was rad, dope, bro. Um, is that what your guys' language <laughs> yeah, is? Right on, close. radical man. Wicked, tubular. wicked, tubular. <laughs> Uh, there you go, old guys. Uh- <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right, anyway, go ahead. So so even when I found the cheat code to get Sebulba, you know, Sebulba yeah. was the villain. Sebulba oh, would be Asian. who I would go
2: with. That's yeah. that's Because he swore in, in his language, he cusses, and I love that.
0: And he's got, he's got like, a
2: flamethrower. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. He's sorry. got a flamethrower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he, he was cheats. Like, no, he, he cheats, and it's and awesome. Plus, honestly, don't we all want Jake Lloyd to crash and die in that scene? <laughs> Jake Lloyd, if you're listening, we didn't. I'm sorry, that. Jake's actually had real problems with it, so It's <laughs> probably not funny, but Star Wars wrecked his. But life. even when that I got, got
0: that cheat code, I still wanted to use Gasgano. So
1: that's really interesting. What about you, Paul? No, I, I would go with the Saboba. Saboba. Yeah, no, it, it was a great muscular, huge thing that was very Plus intimidating. The sounds were oh awesome. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. And since I drive a Honda Fit in real life, that would <laughs> be a like total pipe, wish to Just fulfillment. pipe that in. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird.
2: his Honda sounds like a pod racer.
1: <laughs> it's,
2: <laughs> it's so antithetical. My brain is puking right now. <laughs>
1: that's, that's awesome. <laughs> all right, Adam, what's your next uh, question? Right. I got another think piece question. No, this is good.
2: Why do you think the prequels were a total failure by, well, almost everyone's reckoning?
1: Well, first off, I get asked, Jake. Yeah, do you think the prequels were a failure since they're more of your era, even though they're in my era?
0: I I think Episode One is the least bad of the three. I would agree with that. Um, there's the pod. Really? Yeah, that's the interesting. pod racing the is pretty great. Is, oh, it's yeah. So bad. The pod racing scene is fantastic, and. And the light and Darth Maul is a great villain. Yeah. Even even if he gets wasted, he's so menacing. Yeah. And that lightsaber battle Cut at the end. Half. What about Darth There is Obsidiots, no lightsaber I mean, there's no lightsaber battle as good as the one. Plus the music Garth is awesome. I mean that gets
2: me jazzed.
0: What is up? So I actually Okay,
2: we're back. We're back. Paul's Gonna try not to <laughs> cough a lung up here.
0: So I think episode one actually has some high points. No, it's. Got Whereas some if good you models. look
2: at yeah, Attack of the Clones. The Attack and, of the Clones is terrible. It's bad. and, it's three, and I rewatched it and. Yeah, yeah, and it's actually worse than you remember. It was. I watched it with my son recently. He really likes it. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're just too young to know how <laughs> to bad, know how this, bad is. this is. Yeah. So, and, and the third one is satisfying only because it closes the loop on <laughs> and, introducing and Darth
0: Vader. Uh, the, no. the droid who has four no. lightsabers, he's pretty cool. Uh, Darth Grievous, yeah, Grievous, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Who's, um, who's Sidious? Darth Sidious. Who's that? It's not Darth Grievous. It's uh, General Grievous. Yeah, General Grievous. Yeah. General
0: Grievous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grievous. yeah, yeah. yeah Guys, okay. we're getting we're getting all wrapped up in this badness. Yeah. No, but I but to answer your question as to why because I, I, I do think the, the the prequels are bad, but I think it's because Lucas tried to insert all this extraneous stuff that nobody wanted. Yeah. If yeah. you think about why episode seven is considered a success, even
2: though it's got a complete scene by it, scene ripoff of Star but Wars. Exactly. But yeah. it was it's so beca- great.
0: It's because it's that classic hero's journey yeah. again yeah. and it and it went back to the bare bones of it instead right. of trying to force in not weird trade all this extra yeah, like what is this about trade alliances and the black yeah. like you know nobody what nobody cares. Here's
1: here's the interesting thing about this I think is that you're absolutely right. It's all extraneous stuff and I think that that George Lucas started taking the mythology of his worlds much more seriously than he should. Right. You know, he was trying to make it a cohesive world whereas the first one was just fun and, you know, light and get this walking carpet out of my way. And, and then the prequels didn't have any of that. But I actually think the prequels have made it possible to have the extended Star Wars universe that we have today. Because he did sort of take it seriously. It sort of grew the galaxy. Into that, sort of wasn't this. that
0: happening before those came out, though? You know, I don't think it really no, was never. in the I mean, first...
1: Yeah, The first three movies, I don't think it really was. I think you had these isolated spots. But it didn't have sort of that sprawling sense that Star Trek had. You know, Star Trek, you really felt like this was a whole galaxy worth exploring. And I think that the prequels, as bad as they were, sort of allowed that unpacking to begin are so
2: nice. Did it like? That was a are nice you saying like you answer. feel like it gave people permission <laughs> to
0: do that, or it well, gave think, them the idea to do that? I
1: think it was part. It was a little bit both. And you know, I think that I think that because George Lucas, you know, all this time he had been sort of creating these these other things, these extraneous things, as he was creating these these prequels, and so he was sort of developing the universe a little bit more thoroughly. So he understood it better, and he wanted to bring his understanding. It's you know, it's almost like. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien with his stupid elf poems, you know that was those were really. Did you just called his elf poems stupid. <gasps> they're stupid. Okay, I, I love those, but but the thing is, it it enriched the story I while I completely, feel the same completely way. bored me to death. Yeah, you know? I always skip the poems. So, and I th- I think that the prequels sort of did the same thing.
2: You know, I heard it said once. I'm going to answer my own question now: that great art is almost never produced with unlimited resources. And Star Wars was made under the gun. You know how much co- they spent on Star Wars? What the budget was? Twenty three dollars and fifty six cents. It was slightly more than that. It was eleven million dollars.
1: Wow! You that's know, amazing.
2: It was nothing, and everybody thought it was going to fail. You know they're rigging stuff together at the last minute. I was just reading in this book about they couldn't I mean, find enough giants right so up, up to the a last bunch of midgets, <laughs> midget wranglers. Wow, we're so. I think we're. <laughs> Little people. We're all. Little fired. people, Adam. You're fired Little first, Little people. And then I'm fired. I didn't say anything about it, so but, I'm safe. You know, I was just reading about, for instance, Moss Isley is a real town in Tunisia. They were like riding around, like, hey, there's a cool town with domes. We should use that. And so they went to the town, they made a few more domes, and they taped antennas to stuff, and it was Moss Isley. I mean, yeah, it was like, and They were
0: like, look, let's desecrate some Mayan ruins <laughs> to get one shot of the rebel base.
2: <laughs> That's the most millennial thing you've said so far. <laughs> but it's true. No, it's true. It's, it's true. true. I've I've desecrated the same it's a great Mayan scene, ruin.
0: <laughs> I walked really? to the top of that Mayan ruin for in junior real? high for real. Oh, that's when a, I was on a mission trip.
1: That's a conversation that's we got to have after this podcast, anyway, <laughs> because it's already think, going on too long.
2: I yeah. think that Lucas had <laughs> as much time and money as he so wanted. Freudian. <laughs> Paul just wants to like get out of this podcast. But when he hey, got we're more talking. money, <laughs> go ahead. He had all the money and he yeah, wanted. That's no, true. And he had total control, and it became bloated. And, well, it became bloated, and and he was too big for anybody to say, "Yo, George, too big to fail." Let somebody else write, direct, you know. And and he failed. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: know, like if
2: Tolkien would have made the Lord of the Rings movies,
1: oh, they'd be so boring. They
0: probably would be terrible. No, it's it's true. The books are great, but the movies would have been terrible.
1: No, and I think one of the great things about Disney sort of taking over the franchise is that they understood. What really worked about the franchise in a way that George Lucas, for all of his brilliance and all that we owe him for what he did, never really understood.
2: Well, and, you know, the other interesting thing about, I think, art is some everybody peaks, right? Right. You know, you can sort of hit the long ball. The Matrix. Yeah. Amazing movie. Two and three, not so much. You know, you can capture lightning right. in a bottle and... Then when somebody puts a gun to your head and say, Hey, go give us another story that good, it's hard to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Paul. All right. Brace back down to Earth. Oh, why do stormtroopers wear armor when it clearly never stops lasers? This is a fantastic question because I really don't understand. And I'm actually looking to you, Adam, for possibly a real answer. Is there
2: a real answer? Why do they it's kinda like in why a, do they do I mean why do troopers? knights wear armor when obviously that never works either? Well, well it the sort armor, of works. The armor never works, sort of. they never actually capture anybody. Yeah. Stormtroopers are totally like they're worthless. Terrible. Occasionally good they point. burn people who don't know that they're coming. <laughs> but other than that
0: It's like good point, Paul. Counterpoint, why do they have blasters if they don't know how to aim them? <laughs>
2: yeah. Why yeah. can't a stormtrooper
0: hit the broad side you know of the
2: what? barn at twenty feet? It's like they got us locked out is, at Point Blank range. I think the
1: cloning process needs a little help, you know? <laughs> well, there was a chromosome somewhere in there that
2: they can't run, they don't see people, <laughs> yeah. they they can't shoot. Maybe we start over, right?
1: Yeah. Why <laughs> has the Empire not fallen way before now? Yeah, the
2: rebels
0: are fantastic in the
1: It's all about yeah. it's all about just sort of the work. They look at the, the stormtroopers, they think, oh, they're intimidating. But they never actually tried it.
2: Well, I mean it's the same sort they, of thing as why why are the lasers not firing at the speed of light?
1: Well, that's a good point, right? I mean, yeah, you can real see life lasers—they're like slower than a
2: bullet when you think about that's it. True, but you know, Star Wars—it's not a, a franchise to overthink.
1: When <laughs> Han Solo says he's
2: going to come into Starkiller Base at light speed and hit the button at the right <laughs> moment. <laughs> It, it, you suspension of disbelief you close the folder and you put it over here and you say it's okay it's Star Wars that probably wouldn't work but it's okay Han can do it punch it Chewie <laughs> punch it Chewie <laughs> alright another fan question if you're going to watch any
0: of the two animated series which one should
1: Ooh, you watch first that's a good question
2: well Clone first. Wars is chronologically first yeah but which is better They're differently good, good, isn't it? They're differently good. I actually like them equally, and we've watched a lot of both of them. I think Rebels is more Star Wars ish, but by the end, um, Clone Wars was really dealing with some pretty significant, like cultural, philosophical questions. And there are parts towards the last couple seasons of Clone Wars where it gets pretty dark, like more than you would expect. Or a cartoon. I yeah. would say Rebels is actually a little bit cartoonier mm. uh in its own weird way. Um and it's maybe closer to the Star Wars feel. Okay. But um but Clone Wars is, is yeah. fantastic. You know,
1: what is it about sometimes the animated productions of some of these really popular franchises, they're actually more true to the to the heart of the franchise totally. than the movies are. Well You know, because you can say the same thing about the Batman, the animated series. You know, totally. feels
2: more and and you realize that Lucas has done such a great job of creating this universe because, you know, to put it in video games terms, there's this huge sandbox to play right. in, you right. know. And, and that's, I think, why, why Rogue One worked as, you know, well, Rogue One worked on all sorts of levels. But, you know, expanding our sense of what is the Star Wars universe, there's, you know, like you said, there's a lot to deal with.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's going to have to be our jumping off point because otherwise we're going to run long. There Ooh. is so much more to deal with, so with Star Wars. More. Like, I feel like we barely yeah. even scratch the surface <laughs> on this. It's like we this has to be a do next, series. It's, well, it's, it's Wars almost Wars like you have to have a podcast yeah. all to like a whole podcast, not just a podcast episode, like a whole podcast develop, like designed to only deep dive into Star Wars. And you could, yeah, totally we'd be do really that.
1: interested. I don't know if I don't know if worked,
0: but. I, but it's lasted for forty years,
2: guys. It's true. There's, I mean, so there's, there's a lot obviously
0: to interest in it. But when is okay? So to wrap this up, when does the next Star Wars film hit theaters?
1: November, I believe. Is that right? I think
2: it's December seventeenth.
1: All right, November or December? It, so ho-
0: no holiday twenty seventeen. Yes. Holiday twenty seventeen. Adam, Episode would you come? Eight. Would you agree now? Sign in blood, right here. Come back for another. To come back for another Star Wars episode.
2: Well, I'll agree to come back, but I think the signing in blood part feels a little satanic, so I'm going to pass. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fair (laughs) enough. Just say, my (laughs) trick didn't work. (laughs) So your little club is not going to get bigger that way.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Adam, for joining us. Uh, But now it's time for the most least important thing. Okay. Welcome everybody to the most least important thing. This is the way we love to wrap up every episode where we get to the trivial but super important parts of pop culture. Paul, why don't you kick us off today?
1: All right, Jake, I'm bringing something. it's, It's a little strange. It's a little, it's really geeky actually. Sounds perfect for um, this podcast about really nerds,
0: geeks, fanboys, know it alls, and uh, all the in
1: between. Yeah, I wish I had like a Star Wars uh, <laughs> thing. Other <But>, um, losers. <laughs> dweebs? Yeah. It dweebs. wasn't Tool back in the day. They to all adore him. <laughs> <laughs> so, a bunch of scientists dug up a new dinosaur out of the ground, right? No way. They decided to name this thing Zool.
2: After the Ghostbusters thing?
1: From the Ghostbusters dog demon. I thing. remember. Zool, and if you look at a picture, I'd show you a picture, listeners, but you cannot see it. It, it sort of looks like. Be careful like
2: looking Zool. up Zool, though. That feels that like looks that looks like a dinosaur that already you exists. could end up with malware. Yeah, yeah well, it it's, looks like an ankylosaurus. No, it, yeah, it, it looks comes like an from the an ankylosaur
1: family, apparently. But it's a totally. Can we have a dinosaur podcast? Oh,
0: we should That's talk a great about. Have you guys? Can we just talk for a second about the facts of scientists... I like I want to be a scientist that digs up dinosaurs because I just feel like you you dig up bones, you like piece them together like. Boom, Ghostbusters dinosaur. Money in the bank. What a sweet gig. Like, you just get to piece random bones together. Yeah. We're going to call this dinosaur con. <laughs> yeah, like, think about it. In, like, a hundred years, it's going to be like, this dinosaur's name Han Solo. This, this, this one is Captain is America. Captain America. This one's Chewbacca.
1: Okay, I, have a, I have a serious <laughs> dinosaur related question. Why did they eliminate the name Brontosaurus? Why? I don't know. It's like that like, what Supersaurus or something it's stupid a,
2: now. Apatosaurus. I, oh, a Which dumb. is a dumb name. What about Diplodocus? Did they off right. Diplodocus too? What happened to all the juvenile
0: scientists that named stuff like sperm whales? Why can't we get those guys back in the business? Okay, we're straying way off. It's the first time I've shut up the entire podcast. Jake, what is your most least important? Guys, I promised Brad Pitt, and I'm delivering Brad Pitt. He's been out of the spotlight for a little while after a messy divorce from Angelina Jolair. That's how you pronounce her name (laughs) if you're weird. Uh, But Brad Pitt, guys, he's back in the spotlight. Talking divorce, quitting drinking, becoming a better man. He, like, frolicked. There's videos of him frolicking through national parks
1: Brad for GQ. Frolicking. And
0: all of a sudden, all everybody's like, oh, Brad Pitt, we love you. Nothing's wrong. We don't care if you got an altercation with your kid on an airplane. We don't care if you dumped Angelina and Jen. Like, you frolicked through a national well, parks The all list is forgiven. a lot
2: longer than that. Gwyneth <laughs> Paltrow and et all, But, guys, it's working.
0: Well. I'm back on the Brad train again. Brad, yeah, like you ever left. That's true. I never left. You
1: never left.
0: Don't overthink it, Adam. It's like Star Wars. Don't overthink it. Just let I don't it happen. Overthink yeah, it's it, a little dude.
1: alarming. Just let we'll it happen, move
0: on. guys. Fun fact: back in the MySpace days, I once had Brad Pitt. MySpace. My... Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> I, Brad Pitt was like, would scroll with you as you would scroll down my profile page. As, like, some (laughs) Panic at the Disco would come up on the show. You know what, bro?
1: It's getting a little weird here. Okay. So, Jake, Brad Pitt, Chris Pratt. If you could only have one over for dinner, who would it be?
2: Hmm.
0: Chris Pratt,
1: actually. For dinner, it'd be Chris Pratt. Like guys, <laughs> what would you invite Brad Pitt for then if it would be for dinner? Brad
0: for Pitt I would invite for frolicking in a national park. <laughs> no, actually, when somebody sent me the video of Brad it's Pitt hard for frolicking me to put Brad
1: Pitt and frolicking. in a When they
0: sent me the video of Brad Pitt frolicking in a national park, it's like the only way this is better is if it's me, Brad, Chris, and Ron Swanson frolicking through the national parks together. That would be fantastic. Oh my goodness. Who's Ron Swanson? Nick Offerman plays the character Ron Swanson in Parks and Recreation. Parks
2: and Rec. I don't watch TV. Oh my gosh.
0: He's so funny. So good. So funny. So good. But if I had to invite one of them over for dinner, it'd be Chris Pratt. All right. Like he looks like he's a, he'd be a better guy to hang with. Brad Pitt is the greatest actor oh of my our goodness. generation no. possibly no. of all time.
1: No. <laughs> That's another podcast. Yeah. But you I are can totally this wrong point. You, are, I you can cannot defend, defend this point. point.
0: I have argued this point many times, and I have never. Come you up have you to ever seen a you Daniel Day Lewis movie? I have seen a Daniel Day Lewis movie, but his repertoire is much more limited than Brad Pitt. Oh, you are so loony! I am so right. I cannot oh, wait. We Again, I am speechless. Before he was good in 12
1: Monkeys. I will give you that he was great. 12 Monkeys. California. No, he has Ocean's Eleven. That one, the brother one.
0: Which the,
2: brother the one? brother
0: one of uh, the... Oh, um, oh, Brother Where Art Thou? No, no Legends of the Fall. Legends <laughs> of the
2: Fall. He wasn't in Wow, the there's a movie that'll make well, you want to kill yourself. George
1: Clooney was in that one. Legends <laughs> of the no, Fall. No, no, I'm not saying that Brad Pitt is a terrible actor. <laughs> river action. runs through it. I'm just saying the yeah, but best actor the of his same, generation. That's, that's crazy. He plays
2: the same version of the jerk that I suspect he probably what? is in real life. Are you kidding me?
0: He does not play the same version... This is so wrong. We are
1: going way, way, way uh, off. Do you want to hear my message? Yes, what's your most most important important
2: thing? Thank you. Thank you for Murder, (laughs) Paul. It is simply this if, for the true, true, true geeks out there, you are still playing Pokemon Go with your 10 year old son. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> I just want you to know there is hope that you can get a Charizard. You yeah. got one? I got one. We got it last week. We got Charizard as our buddy. And if you play the game... Was your you...
1: 10 year old actually long? Or was oh, he was. No, he's long.
2: the one who who evolved him. But I walked. You walk to hatch eggs. You can... It's very complicated. But suffice it <laughs> it's to say... It's not
0: complicated. You get eggs and you have <laughs> you to walk, walk a certain
2: amount of distance in order to hatch hey, to right, them. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. I... Henry figured out, my son figured out, that I probably walked somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 miles oh. for us to get our Charizard. So it's actually we went, the most...
0: 200 miles to
2: right. have oh, Charizard. That's There's from, way that's too from much the thing. 80s, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the, the most awesome decade. The most <laughs> awesome decade. Anyway, if, you're, if you are in despair <laughs> that you're never going to have a Charizard... You just got to walk 200 miles. Just keep miles. walking.
0: Just... Just keep keep walking and you will knock down that wall I know that one. That's a Veggie Yeah, reference. Veggie Tales. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. From
0: uh, we could do that episode. We were the trying. big wall. Yeah. yeah.
1: We've we, got we, about got we've got about six podcasts we've got to do from this one podcast. Yeah, we've got a Oh my gosh, like guys, the synergy is good. This is really good. I can't <laughs> yeah. wait to.
0: Oh my gosh, I'm gonna. It's murder, insane. I'm gonna murder Paul's face over this Brad Pitt thing. Not so just be Paul.
1: Sure. Paul's face. You know, if Paul's face Even ends though that Paul is at work tomorrow, totally I'm right. looking for
2: you. <laughs> Yeah. I mean it's oh, it's, totally it's great right. that you have such a strong right. opinion. All right. But well, you know I nothing more than that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I remember drooling over a holographic Charizard that my uncle had because he owned a Hobby Lobby and yeah. he had a binder and then he had a holographic Charizard, Charizard in there as a kid cool. and I was like, That's pretty sweet, but I never got it because
2: it cost like hundred bucks. Wow. My son has one that he, or 200 that miles. he pulled from a pack that is going as high as 150 bucks online. Dude, look There's that. all kinds of crazy in the world. That's Pokemon crazy. crazy is a special kind. It really, but that's another uh, podcast. Another podcast. Adam,
0: Adam Holtz, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Great fun. Episode 7 of Pop Culture with Fanboy Know-It-All Whoop. is wrapping up. Be sure to hit us up on Twitter. You can get Paul at at AC Paul or Jake at at Jake underscore Roberson. Be sure to get on there and let Paul know how wrong he is about Brad Pitt in <laughs> advance of our Brad, right Premont, our Brad Pitt extravaganza with <laughs> episode. And join us on Facebook. We've got a group called Pop Culture with Fan People and Know It Alls. Until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Paul. We'll catch you all on the flip side.
1: Bye. Peace.
0: Peace.